Hello, welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm back, your host, Felicia Atlas. I am excited about today, you guys. There are going to be some dynamic and explosive revelations today. Get your pen and paper ready. Today, we're going in to see some greater works in the presence of God, in the spirit of God, through the revelation of God. This is going to be a great and awesome week. As we finish out the month of June, God is going to release us to do some dynamic things um, and expose some great exploits in him. So I just want to welcome everyone back. I just want to also thank Our new listeners from Memphis, Tennessee, thank you so much for listening in that area. I see that there's been some activity there, and I do always welcome people from new um, areas. We do have listeners in Tennessee, but this is the first time noticing uh, Memphis uh, particularly. So thank you for listening. Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I am your host, Felicia Atlas, if you've never listened before. And all we do is we talk about the greatness in God, the greatness in you. We merge those two attributes together to cause a greater works dimension in your life, to take dominion, to take territory, to fulfill your heart's desires, to fulfill the will of God in your life. Just nothing but amazement, astonishment, and astounding attributes through the presence and the spirit of God. Remember that I said that because that's going to stick out in just a little bit as we get into the um, dimension of greatness today. It's going to be great, 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 great. So, Come on in. Let's get started. I'm not going to take too much time with the recap um, because like I said, we have a full plate today. Today, you're going to eat very good and you're going to also see the manifestation of the glory of God right before your eyes if the Lord says the same. So let's just get into it. I hope that your June has been blessed. I hope your June has been fulfilled. Um, It went by very quickly. I wasn't expecting it um, to go by so quickly, but the Lord did speak to me at the end of May in uh, discussing manifestation as we were covering the glory, the power, and the revelation of the 12 sons of Jacob. When I got to, we covered Reuben, we covered Simeon, we covered Levi, we covered Judah. And before I finished Judah, the Lord began to deal with me about manifestation. And, uh, I had so much fun covering those those four boys of Leah, the four sons of Leah and Jacob. I was nowhere near finished. Um, there's so many different graces and glories there that will cause the people of God to operate in such a dynamic force of power if they allow the revel- revelatory aspect to take them into um, a greater dimension in God. But the Lord began to deal with me in May and say, focus more on manifestation right now because he was doing something in the realm of the spirit. So he's been unclothing to me what he plans to do and um, how he's going to bless his people for such a time as this, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, hold your horses, just brace yourself because it's going to get more intense, more greatness, more dimensions, more access, more dominion. We're still taking territory. We're going to come back and finish after the manifestation series with the 12 sons of Jacob. God has even been already showing me things about Dan and Samson and Deborah and, um, Gideon, greatness, greatness, greatness. I mean, we are jam-packed. We're going to be posting our revelations on YouTube um, sometime this week. Uh, We have some help helping us with that. And I'm excited um, because we have one international and have so many people listening now. I'm grateful to God for that. Continue to listen, continue to support. 
continue to email me at felicia at dallasboss.com with any questions, concerns, or if you have a topic that you want to share or have me to discuss in further detail, I'm willing to do that. Um, I love to spend time in the word and I love to share what God is dealing with me about with his people. That is my mandate to share, especially marketplace revelations and how the economy and the marketplace, especially um, in a realm of, of business and entrepreneurship and how God is moving in that realm. That is my calling. So I love to do that. We have many business resources being released. we got so many things going on. we got so many things to discuss today. We only have 30 minutes. So let me get right on into it. So the song of the week this week, I am excited talking about this one. This may be my favorite song in the whole wide world. I mean, I love praise. I love worship. I love spending time in the presence of God. Um, I'm in the presence of God every chance that I get. I do not put anything before that. So for me to say that I have a a favorite song is really deep. (laughs) It's really, that's really deep. That's going real far to say that because I have a, I listen to a lot of music, but, um, a lot of gospel music, shall I say. And, uh, but this song is my favorite. I can listen to it at any time of any day. And the thing that makes it so powerful is it brings me out of whatever I'm experiencing and it automatically triggers a quickening in my spirit, man. Every time, if I'm half sleep, if I'm down, if I'm busy, if I'm on the phone, if I'm preoccupied, if I'm even, if I'm not even thinking about, um, you know, studying or if I'm working, whatever state of mind I'm in, if I play this song, it shifts the atmosphere. My song of the week this week is Atmosphere by Bishop Bruce Parham. Anybody that knows me, they knew I was going to say that. (laughs) So I listen to the song a lot, probably going back 15 years, but every time I listen to it, it's like a brand new song. And um, another thing I like about it is it's long. It's almost nine minutes long because it has that yearning to just you know what? I'm not going to say it has a yearning to worship because uh, one thing about this song, it has many different sounds and purposes. You start off and it has an upbeat beat. It's like, and it has that mellow, like it's not slow and it's not fast. It's not worship. It's not praise. But then at the end, they just, they just, they pull you in to a glory and a presence of manifestation and miracles. The man of God talks about worship, creating an atmosphere for miracles to flow. And they say it over and over in the song, worship creates an atmosphere for miracles. Worship creates an atmosphere for miracles for the Lord. Our God is an awesome ruler. They say that over and over. So it's powerful. It's not wordy, but it's worthy of praise. It's worthy of worship. It's an astonishing song. And when you get to the end of the song, I want to say about the last three to four minutes, I always rewind it. When I get to the end, I go back three minutes. I go back four minutes because the last three or four minutes of that song is so gripping and it will, it'll have you to, you know, unveil yourself in the presence of the Lord so that God can really, really bless you. So the song is primarily about worship. It's about placement because he's talking about the atmosphere. He's talking about your atmosphere will become an atmosphere of miracles when you seek the presence of God, no matter if you're in Timbuktu or if you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it doesn't matter where you are. The presence of God can display miracles if you seek 
his atmosphere. So it talks about manifestation. It talks about awe. It talks about astonishing wonders and glories. It's just a powerful song. And then at the end, he says, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Oh my God, what a beautiful, the, the man can already sing. He's already anointed. He has multiple, multiple songs that are, you know, just life-changing and that usher in the presence of the Lord. But this one is probably without the shadow of a doubt, uh, doubt, my favorite. And it's definitely my daughter's favorite. Whenever she hears the song and you know, she's young, she's a young adult. And when she hears the song, she said, uh, play it again, mama. Let me hear it again. Mama, play that. That's my song, mama. And I like to play it because to get her in that place of reverencing and singing and praising the Lord, it's always a blessing. So this week, Make sure every day, at least once a day, you play atmosphere, especially in your morning. You can play it anytime in the shower. You can play it during your study time because the spirit of the Lord will be encamped around you when you play the song. I guarantee it. It's called Atmosphere by Bishop Bruce Parham. Get ready for miracles. Get ready for signs. Get ready for wonders. We're going into another level. We're going into a new dimension in the month of July, says the Lord. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for the shift. Last week, we talked about the business building manifestation. God build my business. God build my business. So many people write to me and contact me about God building their business. God is in the business of building your business. That's what he's about. And he takes pleasure in fulfilling your heart's desires. How many know we discussed last week the difference between manifestation and fulfillment? See, the manifestation is your job. The fulfillment is his. And so he gives you the fulfillment virtue, the fulfillment attribute based on his promises to you. And then in the earth realm, your job is to cause the works, the manifested glory, the necessary, uh, the, I'm sorry, the necessary actions to become, to come to life so that that fulfillment can be um, a reality in your life. So we've discussed the two different things, the two different realms, the two different attributes of manifestation and fulfillment, how they differ and how they must come together in this time and in this season. Um, we discussed the transcendence into revelations more. Um, especially concerning Psalms 118, the stone which the builders refuse has become the headstone of the corner. And it says that this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So he's saying it's marvelous in our eyes. This is King David. Remember, I talked about the royal anointing. Uh, Bishop Bruce Parham talks about in that song that the kingdoms of our Lord become the kingdoms of Christ. So Christ is uh, always releasing a royal anointing, a royal atmosphere. And if you, it's very important to pay close attention to the things that David writes in, in the word of God. He has a very royal anointing that a lot of people miss. Um, they pull on the word of God. They love the Psalms. They love the things that David shares, but not from a royal perspective. When I say royal, I mean virtue. I mean power. I mean anointing. I mean authority. The, uh, the anointing was poured on his head. His cup ran over. So we have to take that stance and that posture in order to walk in certain realms. Today, we're going to go up a little bit. We're going to go a little bit higher and put a little bit more responsibility on the believer today. Because in order for the manifestation of the sons of God to come into fruition, there must be strong responsibility. There must be a strong intention. It doesn't happen by accident. God is not mistaken by anything that he does. And he doesn't pour out his anointing 
liberally for no reason. He releases his anointing liberally because he wants there to be a great manifestation of the sons of God. So it's not by power nor by might, but it's by the spirit, but it's never by accident. God is very intentional. He wants us to be intentional. That's the difference between being a believer and being a non-believer is intentionally serving the Lord. So we must be intentional about revealing him. I was thinking earlier today, how many people know people that are really displaying the manifested works of God? How many people can you name? And I could only name a handful of people, couldn't name that many. And that is not good. As we progress and move into the end time, there's a more pressure. Remember that there's more pressure to fulfill the kingdom of God. There's more pressure to display the works of the Lord. So if David is saying in Psalms 118, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Manifestation is all about sight and actuality. Manifestation is about bringing something of the unseen into the realm of the earth, into the scene for the glory of the Lord. And then he says that this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we hear uh, believe mention this scripture and quote it all the time when they speak of today, but God is not talking about Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. He's saying this time, this season that we're in right now is the end time is the time to operate in a place of marvelous manifestation. He even gave me the acronym for manifestation, marvelous administration, necessitating intentional fulfillment, expressing success, transference, accomplishments, tenacity, infrastructure, omnipotence, now. The key word now, operative now, it needs to be now. Marvelous, anointings or administration, you can change it however you want, depending on what the Lord is doing in your life at that time. Marvelous administration, marvelous anointings, necessitating intentional fulfillment, expressing success, transference or transcendence, whatever the Lord is doing. He can be transferring an anointing for you to impart into the earth realm, or he can be transcending you into a deeper realm, into a deeper place with him. However you want, depends on what day of the week it is and what the Lord is doing in your life, pick and choose. Of accomplishments, tenacity, infrastructure, and omnipotence now. Now, now is the operative word. Manifestation is all about now, not wasting any time. Then we talked about according to your faith, the according anointing. A lot of people miss that. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think according to the power that worketh within you. That manifested power that worketh with you, that's not the key. The key is the according. That's the power. That's the strength. Because if you are trying to stop a devil from pushing you, if you're trying to stop a devil from picking on you, the devil is holding this. He's holding that. He's trying to confuse you in certain areas and trying to cause doubt and fear. It's it's not necessarily the power in you that's going to cause him to back up. It's the law that says according to the power. See, the law is the thing attaching the right the reasonable witness, the reasonable righteousness to come forward. So we talked about according, according to the order of Melchizedek. That's what the word of God means when it says, according to your faith being unto you, according to the order of Melchizedek. So we talked about that being a very powerful virtue. We got some good stuff today, ladies and gentlemen. So that according to realm is going to bring order. It's going to bring disciplines and destiny, disciplines and destiny. Every destiny has a, um, a layout, a landscape, a structure, and it's going to have that order according to the promises of God, according to your 
heart's desires, that's what makes it different. Just like a fingerprint, everyone's is different. Just like DNA, every single person's DNA is completely different. So there's an order that will release disciplines for your destiny. It's going to release a schedule. It's going to release a system. It's going to release permissions. My permission, I might not have the permission you have. You might not have the permission I have. I might not have the access you have. You might, and that's what makes the purposes of God intertwine and come together for the edification of the church for the edification of the saints. He causes that DNA to make one big DNA as a body in the body of Christ. So we have to pay attention to the order according to our faith in God. So there's access, there's entry, permissions, disciplines, destiny, schedules, entries, dominion, and then ultimately dominance. That's what the dominion gets you, the entry, the access, the permissions, all of those things coming together as a manifested glory will get you dominance because when you have dominance, that's when you're letting your light shine for the kingdom of God and the people will see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. Okay. So there's a very distinctive difference. We talked about that last week between the spirit of God and the power of God. That's very important to understand. There's a very big difference between fulfillment and manifestation. I just went over that. The difference between manifestation is the appearance of effectual working power. So manifestation is the appearance of an effectual working power. Fulfillment is the appearance and completion of a prophetic power. So the prophecy has went forward, but the manifestation hasn't attached itself to that word. When the manifestation or that work attaches to the word, it's fulfilled, okay? Jesus was prophesied by Isaiah. Jesus was prophesied by Ezekiel, by this one and that one. But when Mary gave birth, the manifestation was fulfilled. So both must be fulfilled. Both must come together in order to build the proper infrastructure. We discussed the infrastructure, why that's so important, because on the rock, you have to build the church. On the rock, you build your purpose. On the rock, you build the will of God. So God, everyone has a rock. It wasn't just Peter that had a rock. We all have a rock. That's the foundation of the house that the Lord is building. The Bible says the latter house shall be greater than the former house. The house is you. We're all built up lively stones. Okay. So this is very important, very revelatory. Um, so, uh, I discussed when Solomon was anointed King that he, that was a fulfillment of a prophecy that David's son would be, um, the King, like God promised him that Sheba and David's son would be the King after David departed. Uh, but the manifestation of his giftedness and his, and his anointing wasn't fully, um, he wasn't operating in the full capacity of that kingship until the Lord came and visited him and say, I will give you wisdom. I will give you wealth more than anyone. I will give you knowledge above anyone. That's when the manifestation met the fulfillment. And Solomon is who we talk about today. Remember first Corinthians 10 and nine says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. That's another favorite of mine. I believe wholeheartedly that we have not seen and God is always trying to push us into a greater realm, a greater dimension of manifestation because manifestation is the thing that you don't see, but it's there. So that's what makes it so powerful. It, it exists, but you have to pull it into fruition. So today we're talking about the manifestation of the beauty and the glory and the splendor. Welcome to the fireworks show. We're going to discuss fireworks today. Fire works. The fire of God works. 
had nothing to do with the 4th of July. This is not a cliche. The Lord showed me these huge fireworks in prayer last week, explosion. And he showed me that they were works in the kingdom of God that were prepared, that he was preparing to shine forth through the people of God in this season. Isaiah 60 and verse one says, arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee and the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. This is very cool that the research I did today. I love this scripture as a matter of fact, but I did a little bit of research today about fireworks, actual firecrackers and um, the fireworks show and the, and the process that goes in between that. And God was coupling that, those, the research that I did with some truths in the word of God. Um, I'm not sure if you know or not, but over a thousand years ago, the Chinese invented fireworks on accident. They were preparing for war and the enemy was approaching and they had gunpowder and it caused a big explosion and it scared off the enemy. Revelation number one, your manifested works being exposed in a dark place when the enemy is approaching you will scare him and cause him to flee. Revelation number one concerning the fire of God and the works of God coming together. This then turned into a multi-billion dollar industry today. So God is also saying that your manifested works will turn into lucrative revenue streams of income for you that will not only cause you to increase, but will also cause you to have dominion and dominance over the works of the enemy. Revelation number two, the financial increase that comes through your manifested works. Okay. This turned into a multi-billion dollar industry to this day. 1,000 years later, you can buy firecrackers in any place in the world, meaning God will also give you territory and dominion. The Chinese invented the fireworks, but you can buy them here in Texas. You can buy them in Australia. You can buy them in London. God is also saying to expand your coast just like the fireworks for longevity, for increase, to scare off the enemy, for a manifested glory, expand internationally. God is also saying there are three basic components of the fireworks. There's the pressure, there's the shell, excuse me, there are three basic functions of the fireworks, the shell, which is our vessel. Then there's the fuse, that's the little thing that you set on fire to actually cause the, the fire to attach itself to the gunpowder to cause the explosion. Then number three, you have the lift gate, which goes on the bottom of the firecracker to cause it to lift up into the air. So God is saying, I'm going to do three things. I'm going to take your shell. I'm going to take the person, the being of who you are, and I'm going to stuff it with explosives. I'm going to put a fuse on a very short fuse. And when I light it, when I send the fire of God upon it, you will be explosive. Now you're not only going to be explosive, but before you explode, I want to give you visibility and cause you to be elevated above the realm, ah, above the realm of the earth, saith the Lord, my God, he's going to lift you above the realm of the earth that you would cause an explosion that would cause extreme visibility, but extreme beauty. 
There will be a radiant expansion and a radiant explosion, saith the Lord. God said there will also be noise behind this. The boom, the boom, 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 simultaneous. Not just one, not just two, not just three, but God said multiple explosions of manifested works. There's going to be height. There's going to be color. There will be multiple works at the same time, saith the Lord. But the fire must be infused with the vessel. And there must be the correct ingredients. There are multiple ingredients that go inside of these fireworks. And God is saying that there are even every star, they call them stars, that they call them stars that are placed inside the fireworks. And every star is a different color. And the red means something and the blue means something. And God says, I'm going to cause all of the colors to shine brightly. There will be radiance. There will be so many unexpected visible works that you will not only see but that everyone will see I'm going to cause your light to shine forth in a dark place another thing that I noticed during the research is that the fireworks are more visibly seen in the dark they're more visibly seen in the dark but you feel like it's a dark time you feel like it's a dark hour you don't know how you're coming through this but God says in the darkness you will shine the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not so this is what the Lord is doing going into July he still hasn't released to me what we're going to be discussing next on the dimensions of greatness podcast but this is exciting enough for me God also showed me that the pressure builds up the explosion in the fireworks that the more pressure you're under, the higher your fireworks will blow, the greater, the louder, the more expansive radiance and uh, circumference they will have in the sky. If I had more time, I would discuss in the sky and the actual realm of the sky and how it intertwines with the heavenly realm and the earthly realm and how you're supposed to act accordingly in that particular place in God, how you have access to heavenly atmosphere and heavenly realms and earthly atmosphere and how they need to be totally converted into the kingdom atmosphere to have dominion and totality in this time for such a time as this, ladies and gentlemen. This is such a great teaching. John chapter 12, 32 says, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. What do you mean? I just said it. That's what I mean. When I said there will be a heavenly realm, there'll be an earthly realm. But when the earthly realm succumbs to your spiritual place in God, that secret place, that momentum in the Lord, God will be lifted up and it'll cause a kingdom anointing to fall on you just as it did with every descendant of Judah, with David, with Jesus, with Solomon, even Zerubbabel and the others that come from the lineage of Judah. God is saying the earth and heaven meet together. That's what will happen. There will be an astonishing, astounding, amazing work of God to come alive. How so? There's going to be a birthing forth. Remember, we talked about the birthing forth. God says that some of us are in the birthing canal. Some of us are getting ready to give birth and some of us are in the breakthrough canal. Some of us need the breakthrough. So what is the difference? The breakthrough is the waterworks. There's a fireworks and there's a waterworks. The water must break for you to give birth. Some of us are pushing and pushing, but we have not had our water to break. 
When I gave birth to my daughter, they my water never broke. They actually broke my water because I was in labor, but my water wouldn't break. And so some of us are in a position like that. Your water hasn't broken, but God is about to break the water. Just like the river Euphrates out of your belly will flow rivers of living waters. And some of us, the water has broken and we're in labor and we're pushing. And God says, when we push out the manifestation, when we push out the glory, the potential, a firecracker sitting in the garage has no glory until it's lit until it's lit and then the manifestation comes forward it just only has potential we're pregnant with potential we're pregnant with options we're pregnant with ambition and God is saying that must stop it must come forward it must come forward it must come forward because someone is waiting for that fireworks show someone is sitting outside with a lawn chair with a blanket with a bottle of water with their family with their children with their husband with their wife with their ministry with their church waiting on the fireworks show and not solely for entertainment, but somebody's life may depend on it. So it's very important that we take heed to what God is doing concerning manifestation in this time because of the visibility, because of the scope and the magnitude of the work of the kingdom, because there's a grace for breakthrough and there's the potential for birth, to give birth in this time and in this season. Remember that the fireworks are better seen in the dark. So don't let the opposition facing you right now, just light the firework, let your light so shine that people would see your good works and glorify your father who's in heaven. Luke 18, 16, no man, when he lighted the candle, covereth it with a vessel or put it under a bed, but he set it on a candlestick that they which enter in may see the light for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be made known and come abroad. Take heed therefore how ye hear for whoever hath to him shall be given and whoever hath not from him shall be taken even that what he has. So there's going to be a birthing forth, a breaking forth. This is very important and very prophetic. Remember, we spoke two weeks ago about the gems, the greatness entrance of manifestation. I hope that you wrote down two to three livelihood expectations concerning income, health, and spirituality. That was what we were supposed to do two weeks ago. Then last week, we were supposed to write down what we would do with those expectations actually manifested in our income, in our health, and in our spirituality. This week, I want you to do three things that you would need to do if those three expectations or entrances of manifestation came to pass and were fulfilled. If, if for instance, if you prayed for more spirituality and, and a deeper relationship with God for ministry purposes, then this week you need to act as if it's already happened and you need to minister something to someone. If your health goal was to lose 20 pounds and but it hasn't happened. I need you to pretend that it happened today, that you lost 20 pounds today and go buy a dress that's a size four. If your financial goals was a higher credit score so that you could purchase a house this week, you need to go look at a house as if your credit score was 850 because God wants to show us fireworks, how they're simultaneous. And when one is triggered and the light is and the fuse is lit, there will be an explosion of manifested glories. Ladies and gentlemen, these principles carry much power. So go ahead, go forward this week with a dimension of greatness. The fireworks of the Lord for your business, for your ministry, for your family. Let there just be a great explosion of expectation in the Lord. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according, according, according to the power that works in us. God bless ladies and gentlemen till next week. Enjoy your dimension of greatness and enjoy your last two days of June. Bye-bye.